This could get dicey as a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, so things can sometimes get a little, well, you know. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. And welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds gets to unwind from their 9-to-5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, i just like to say it's a beautiful day to have your favorite college football and your fantasy football teams make it to the playoffs. It's been a long time for both. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, who's who's your star player on your fantasy team? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know a lot of names. I'm not very good at <laughs> fantasy could, football. You could say any. You could say any name. You could say Robert Johnson. Gal, like, oh, Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> I do every. Maybe not her, but um. Every year, I do have to draft uh, Justin Tucker. Okay, because he scores the most points in the NFL every year. Yeah. Yes, he usually is my top scorer. He's a kicker, by the way. He he, oh, he was yeah. UT's kicker. Yeah. In case you didn't know, audience at home, we're all uh, a very UT pod- uh, University of Texas podcast. That doesn't mean that if you happen to be from another school where you're going to be like, wah, wah, or anything, I don't care that much. But our team good at football this year. That's we're good. back. <laughs> we're so back, baby. <laughs> Hi, my name is Alex Villarreal. I play Ellis Vendove, and it's a beautiful day. Um to you know when you don't know what you're gonna make for dinner and you have like uh like some meat defrosted and you got a freezer full of like frozen vegetables and you're just like oh, I don't know it's just gonna be one of those nights and you whip something together and you're like damn this rocks when you just like like just like oh, when you when you, it's it's sort of like you're just like I don't really care you're like doing the reverse psychology like to your own stove and then it comes out you're like ha 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 I did care <laughs> it turned out really good I don't possess this particular skill set I Same. Uh, have to have I have a dinner calendar in fact <laughs> where every ingredient is meticulously planned and purchased a week in advance I mean that's smart that's smart but I do what Alex does too like sometimes I plan ahead I do some like meal plannings on my like Sundays and stuff but. Other times it's like, what can we find today in the house to give me sustenance? And also that's fast. And I did the same thing for dinner, Alex. Uh, Hell yeah. I found butternut squash soup that I bought because I'm trying to become a soup girl. That didn't, that's still, we'll see, we'll find out. But I took the butternut squash and got it down into a sauce, added some Parmesan cheese and made pasta with it. Great, a wonderful, sick idea. I defrosted some ground chicken the night before, literally putting it in my fridge going like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. <laughs> Mix it with some light and dark soy sauce, some Shaoxing wine, um, some ground wow. ginger, some green onions, made some little meatballs, threw that over some rice and some vegetables. And I was just great. like, this is delicious. That's very, very good. pleased. 
Y'all, ground chicken? Yeah. Do you, so cheap. Do you have to, like, get that from the counter? Because they don't just put that out on the... Yeah, okay. if if you go to the ground section to the right of the meat section at HEB, sorry Texas non-Texas listeners, uh, where the sausage is, you can find like it's near the ground uh, turkey and like oh. ground stuff. They, I've like, never seen ground chicken before. I've always like even near the ground turkey. Dude, you're looking at like four nineteen a pound when it's on sale. You can hit like three ninety. It's like. It's like super cheap. Dude, I've been obsessed with fucking grocery pricing. They had chicken thighs at HEB, bone-in skin on for 99 cents a pound. I went fucking bananas. That's why your freezer is chock full of it. That's cheap as hell. Oh, my God. You know who I'm taking to when we go on the prices, right? Yeah. (laughs) Dude, yeah. Yeah. Or supermarket sweep. Or supermarket sweep. Crush it. Damn, that'd be so fun. I would love that game so much. Hi, I'm Kenny Chilton, and I play Emil Mazak, and it is a beautiful day to officiate a wedding. I can't get over this goddamn thing. Did I say that already? You haven't said it already. You've mm-hmm. said that th- you've been in preparation for a wedding in the in the most recent episode. Okay, well, um, we did the damn thing. You did do the damn thing. You did. It was very good. It, it was, was very great. good. Thank you. This is Alex's first time seeing me do a wedding. Destiny and Becky, yes. you both see me do one, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You had you had bits. You had yeah. um, spoofs. You had riffs. You had, you had some tears. Moments. You had tears. Yeah. If you ever have a chance to do this, do it. It's like the coolest thing. Now I am irrevocably a part of these two people's lives, and they have no say in it, no matter what. But you can do whatever you want to. I actually signed the marriage certificate wrong, and they sent it back to the couple. And we're like, your officiant signed to this wrong. <laughs> so they're not married yet. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Whoopsies. I'm so sorry. Whoopsies. But, you know, it's really fun to, like, do a wedding, though. <laughs> but sign the paperwork correctly. Go back Go back to your old point. You can, like, drop everything right now and ditch your whole life and, like, become a clown. And then when they, people would see you, they're like, there he goes. He's the reason why we're married. Oh, that's where you went. Okay, I was very confused where you were going. That clown, that clown did our wedding. (laughs) Yeah, that clown made me cry. (laughs) Hi, everyone. My name is Becky Schmader, and I'm the game master for this week at Dicey. And it's a beautiful day to buy a CD drive, so that way you can install Zoo Tycoon, the original, onto your PC, and. Okay. One, one very cool, but two, they don't have the OG on like Steam or nothing. No, they have what's called like this Ultimate Collection, and it's uh-uh. trash. Oh my yeah. god, I haven't played so it, but cool. it's trash. Did you like yeah. go to Goodwill? Or did you like buy one off of Amazon? Oh no, those babies have been in my desk all my life. No, no, the drive. I mean, oh, the drive. Sorry, the discs. I haven't ever gotten rid of the drive. I just got. From... <laughs> I never doubted your possession of the discs. Themselves. I got. We got a drawer of games here. But but the, the the disc drive I just bought online it was like twenty bucks. How is Zoo you got Jumpstart? Oh. Was, was it just like I don't a have USB? Ju- I need to find Jumpstart. We ha- wait. We got a lot of questions. <laughs> Zoo Tycoon's fantastic, of course. With all the with all the expansions, not DLC expansions. Back in our day, expansions. <laughs> uh, so we got Dinosaur Digs and Marine Mania. So we got a great zoo going. Bricked up. Okay, great. Jumpstart. <laughs> I don't have Jumpstart on me at the moment. I don't know where I put those discs, unfortunately. But maybe we'll hit up a Goodwill and go find 
one, two, three. I like all of those ones. Mm-hmm. Did we have a question over here, Alex? Is it just like a like a US like what what do you, yeah. where do you plug it in? Is it it's USB, USB or USB C. Sick. Dude. Wow. And it just sits up there and it's just very thin. There you have to be careful though, because there's some out there that are D V D only, so you have to get the C D D V D ones. So What's the wildest thing you can do in Zoo Tycoon? Oh, you could cage in all the people and oh. then release all the animals. <laughs> And Most I've, dangerous okay, game situation. If you go onto the Zoo Tycoon subreddit, uh, I believe there's, you'll find a post by me um, on there of creating a gauntlet in which I created a gauntlet for my guests to go through in which they had to get through like the snow, snow leopard exhibit, the <laughs> crocodiles, the lions, the bears. And at the end, they got to like a pretty waterfall. This is her story. Yes. <laughs> her story so, that's the craziest thing that you could do the crazy but the animals in the the dinosaurs in particular like the other animals are like really chill I mean, some of them are like grumpy and it's hard to get them to be happy but the dinosaurs will break out of their cages if you are not careful like literally if you do not get a great fence for the t-rexes they're like that's not stopping me and then you have to make sure you have the helicopter tranquilizer building so that way they can fly over and sedate the the T-Rex and put them back in the cage. Pro tip for all people currently buying a CD-ROM and installing the OG Zoo Tiger. From like 1999, I think, or something, 2000. Hey. Anyways, fantastic game. I'm going to find this post. I'm going to find this post on Reddit. I'm okay. find it. I don't think there's a lot of posts in, in the Zoo Tycoon. There's not. There's so. a whopping 8,000 people there. All time, top of so. all time. Go to top all time. <laughs> yeah, actually, it does have a, quite a few likes. So I'm pretty famous in the Zoo Tycoon Reddit. Perhaps. All right. And with that, let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. Huzzar. Last we left off, our adventurers had made their landing in the city of Venzor. They made their way to Venzor's Varieties, where you met Emil's family, his wife, Kara, his eldest daughter, Salda, and his youngest daughter, Angel. They quickly put you to work at the shop before sending you to Emil's home to get settled for the evening. Upon uh, arriving, the three of you spoke about how to approach the subject of speaking with Emil's wife about his encroaching affliction and all that you've learned about it. Uh, That is where we find you all inside the home of Emil and Kara Mazak, awaiting the family's return. Do you all do anything else before they get there? You know, it's around dinner time. Um, just cook dinner, something we've learned on the road, maybe. Cool. What would that just be? What have you learned on bug, the road? Bug and, bug and rocks. Yeah, it's just when you lift up that log in Lion King and all the bugs are there. That's mm-hmm. what we made for dinner. Okay, um, admittedly, that always looked pretty yummy, yeah, right, everybody? Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> or like the dinner at, uh, uh, during uh, Hook with the Lost Boy. Oh. Okay. What do you think that really was? Uh, probably colored mashed potatoes, huh? You think? Oh. Mm-hmm. Or like Crisco? I think we're just cooking something that's like camping themed. You know, like I want to give them a little taste of what we've been doing while I've been away. I don't know what that is, but. Okay. Okay. Baked, baked root vegetables, maybe? Yeah. I feel like um, we've said the word stew on this podcast a lot. Stews are good. Stews are good camp things. So you guys uh, whip up some. Perhaps some like roasted veggies and, and some stew. And oh, and a some... quiche. We make a That's quiche. That's what to say. We make yeah. quiche. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a quiche. You make a quiche. Um, and eventually your family returns home and you all settle in for the evening. 
uh, kind of finishing up, setting up the, the dinner table and all sitting down. And the family sits down and gathers around and looks at all of you. And, and uh, Kara speaks up and, well, uh, we'll tell us all about your adventures, everyone. I mean, you've been gone for, oh, I think, over a month. And, uh, y you know, you two are our guests in our home here. And we'd love to, to learn more about all of you. Uh, Emil takes a giant bite of food so he can't talk. Uh, I kind of look at Emil and I catch, like, I'm like, obviously see him taking a big bite. And then I look at Loomis and I go, hey, uh, what do we do? You're asking me to tell the story. <coughs> okay. Um, and uh, I kind of like, uh, I'm like, well, we all we all met in a, in a cave, right, Emil? And I kind of like nudge him mid-bite. Yeah, though a lot of um, good treasure in that cave. We yeah, we found some good treasure in that cave. Um, met a friend uh, by the name of Gramps there. Okay. okay. Loomis has the most perplexed look on his face when they say a friend Gramps. Um, we haven't seen him since, but uh, we yeah um, you know that's how we met is in this cave. Um. You know, not that the road wasn't without its danger, but it's been pretty chill uh, in Mistfall. Oh, oh, get this, Angel. You're going to love this. Um, at one point, we came across a little settlement of pixies. A, big, a, a, a pixies? Oh, that's that's really cool. Uh, what were they like? And did you, did were they really, were they nice? And, no. And did they feed you? Okay. Okay. And uh, did they you did feed any, us. Like... They made us food. Yeah, for sure. They did make us food. Remember that? Yes, they did make us food. And they wanted us to like, like stay and hang out with them uh, kind of forever. Oh, um, yeah, they were. I mean, they were pretty territorial. I will say that, you know, they weren't as friendly. Well, they were very friendly, but a little overly friendly. Um, so that kind of became a little sticky. But we bit got off a little more than we could chew. Wait, Louisa, make a joke. I bit off a little more than we could chew. Um, <laughs> um, well, let's see. What else? Uh, um, I got this new suit. <laughs> Boy, you all have been gone for, or you've been gone for a month, Emil, and this is that's all, that's all you that's all you guys have. Um, well, we spent a lot of time doing boring stuff right at um in miss fall we were uh at we were at the library a lot um um loomis wanted to do some 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 reading there um right loomis yeah i learned about a new time period i've never heard about before oh yeah that was crazy you see so much shrimping that's okay that's true new skill yeah. i learned is shrimping um but in, in, in Mistfall, knowledge is, is the currency there. So, uh, I mean, currency is also currency there. But a lot of times, it, it matters what you know uh, more than who you know there. So we did a lot of research. We spent a lot of time at the academy. I connected with a professor there. Loomis connected with a professor there. Um, and because of our, I mean, we were gaining knowledge as we were completing jobs for different people. I mean, it's all very run-of-the-mill enterprising Let's we freed robots from a scary guy <gasps> robots oh what 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 is a robot 
it's like this um it's like this uh oh it's really hard to describe when robots don't exist in the world it's like a moving living machine but it could talk to us it was like it was like you and me but it was made out of like nuts and bolts and metal and stuff and magic and was, super magical and there was there was four of them there was four of them and then there were three of them and their names are fuck what are their names i'm sorry sorry my language what uh what were their names fudge cookie quish fudge fudge cookie quish and damn i came up with them i cannot remember the third one for the life of me oh my god Um, i am blanking as well well, it was that was Usher. A crazy. Usher, oh, the R and B singer. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then we got them jobs. Yeah, they work at the Squirrels Folly now, which is our organiz- Our group, the three of us, are called the Squirrels Foolie. We are officially incorporated and everything. Kind of, we're on our way. Um, yeah, we've been taking jobs under that name, so we we kind of took our name after that. Our home base in Mistfall. Uh, it's been really great. We we have had some really fun times, some dangerous times. Maybe for another, uh, we can tell those stories another time. Um, we've seen things we never expected to see, uh, and uh, you know, found some possibilities for business expansion. So uh, don't you worry about us. We we've been doing just fine. But honestly, I you can ask these two. I I have really missed home. Why don't we get a group deception check since the three of y'all are definitely being like a little dodgy about like the details and stuff of like the whole month. <laughs> Yikes. Seven. Five. Um, because I can't roll under a 10, I got a 17. I think the family's kind of like, sure, the trek's been long and, and you know, maybe the details kind of get lost along the way. Um, but, you know, they're they're happy that you're home and enjoying the story. Uh, the stories and eventually I think like Angel looks over at you Loomis obviously she sat next to you um, uh, and as she's kind of like stabbing her her quiche and like you know devouring it making a mess of it uh, she looks at you and is like is something wrong with the key you don't do you not do vampires not do they not eat no I don't need food to sustain life or drink oh could I have your quiche <laughs> Can you finish what's on your plate first, Angel, before you ask someone for their food? You gotta finish the whole thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And she starts just like ravenously eating her her quiche. As Emil is saying, like, "Hey, you need to finish your food first before you ask." Loomis is already kind of sneaking his plate underneath and like putting putting it on her chair or just near her. <laughs> yeah. She's like sneaking it up and, and eating it as well. Do you all do anything else here at the at the dining table? I I would really love kids if you would tell me something that happened while I was away. Um, it was great working with you in the store this afternoon, but tell me something else. What's been going on, uh, Angel? How are your um, friends? Oh, they're, they're fine. You know, I like making friends at the store instead of, like, at school and stuff. You know, like, it's just, like, people who have, like, money to spend have real value, you know, Dad? <laughs> you know, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Ellis is, like, like 
I think Ellis chokes on a bite of food as that interaction <laughs> takes place. He's just like, oh my god. When I first met Ellis, he had 37 gold on him. Oh, okay, hold, hold on. Hold what? on. Look what? At, I, I, I lift my boots in the air. I'm like, look at these boots. <laughs> look, at, look at these boots. I couldn't convince him to wear the house shoes. I'm sorry, everyone. I couldn't take. I can't take them off. They they got stolen from me once, and they're not they're not getting stolen from me again. And I look at uh, Angel, kind of like jokingly, like grimacing. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, at least they have money, Dad, Papa. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salda, I think, speaks up and, um, well, Dad, I've been uh, doing really well with my studies, despite not wanting to do them. But um, I did join our uh, math team and uh, we we're we're gonna compete at uh, you know against the other like districts soon it's kind of unfair because we're definitely like you know the district with like the most uh, you know the school with like the most uh, affluence if you will so it's probably not fair, but uh, we're, you know, we're not, we're not going to, like, back down or anything. Yeah, you know? Salda, you're 14. Don't worry about that part of it. Just go and just wipe the floor with them. You, okay, you, yeah, I will, yeah. Are you insinuating your team paid their way to get there? No, we just definitely have, like, you know, better, I've, you know, I'm not naive to the, uh, the separation within the city uh, based on, uh, you know, people's financial standings and uh, standings in society and stuff. What are they teaching you at the school? <laughs> well, Dad, I mean, if you just walk around, Dad, can't you tell yourself? I see people who have worked hard for their money and people who haven't, but we don't need to go there <laughs> right now. <laughs> God, I feel so, sick. So, Kenny Children feels I, sick I, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Salda, I think it's really great that you recognize that it's not worth judging people by their certain socioeconomic status. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to teach Angel a little bit of that too, but um, you know, she's she's nine. You know, so like she'll get there. Girls, I'm immensely proud of you. You are shaping up quite well. Uh, the store is in excellent order, and you know, Venzo's varieties will be spreading soon. I'm I'm confident. Uh, let me. Let me bring you to bed tonight, since it's been a bit since I've been able to do that. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh wait, uh, Papa. Oh, uh, I yeah. have. A, I have. A, we have something that I have a gift for you that we found. Um, oh. That, that uh, Mama said that I could hold on to to give to you, uh, for for your adventures. So uh, let me go get it. And she like sprints away from the table, um, as you all are kind of like cleaning up some of the dishes and taking them to the sink. Angel comes back with a paintbrush that she hands to you. Um, it's like a standard paintbrush, but it has kind of like a, a pretty thick brush head on it. Uh, and she hands it to you and she says, uh, Papa, I call this the, uh, the pen is a mightier sword or axe or bow or dagger or um, whatever you want it to be. And this is a magical item submitted by our last giveaway winners, Ben and Michelle. Uh, you can find them on Instagram at How You Been Moy and Miss Michelle. On uh, they're on Instagram. Thank you for sending in this item. I'm very excited for this one. What? This is dope. Let's keep going. Uh, but so we, you know, I can't use it because it's not safe. Uh, but uh, it, it is a magical paintbrush 
uh, that, you know, we, we got from somebody who, like, you know, we we're, we're, did some swap, swaps for it and stuff. And they said that uh, when you you can like paint with it, and then um, uh, a, a weapon, you know, whatever you need as a weapon will sh- will show up. May I, may I test it out? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't we haven't really tested it out because like I'm a kid, I'm a child. <laughs> um. I uh, grab a piece of paper from nearby and and do a rough sketch of the blade that the assassin on the Queen S. Anne Belay used. I draw it real quick. Uh, yeah, I think paper. like before you even like touch the paper, you notice that the the like drawing like as you're kind of like putting your your mind's eye through the handle of the paintbrush before it even kind of like touches the paper, it sort of like starts like almost 3D printing, if you will, kind of like conjuring uh, like above the paper and a plus one dagger uh, or it was a short sword, I think. So a plus one short sword appears um, and kind of like lands on the table on top of the paper. Um, I pick it up and I hand it to Alice. I say, does this look right? Damn. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, for... For it being dark, for it being as dark as it was, it looks pretty good. I I can't tell you girls how valuable this gift is. This is, um, I might not be telling you all the details of our journey. I don't want to worry you, but we've come across some danger for sure, and this is going to be so valuable. And I can't wait to sell it when I get back home. That's that's the spirit, Dad. But yeah, I mean, the road is dangerous, right? And uh, Salda speaks up and is like, we, you know, assume that, uh, you know, if you're traveling, you never know what you might come across uh, out there. Uh, I look at Kara and I say, this is incredible. More than I could have asked for. Thank you so much. Of, of course. I mean, we got a really good deal on it. I just want you to say, you know, we, we traded like a couple, uh, you know, like a bushel of potatoes and stuff for it. Like, the guy just wanted to, to get rid of it, it seemed like. Um, not that it's cursed or anything. We, we had it, you know, tested for any curses or and stuff, but he, he just didn't, maybe he just didn't realize what he had. I don't know. Well, we got a good deal on it. <laughs> it's great. Uh, um, I'll set it aside to add to my collection later. Girls, let's, let's get to bed and, um, do you two mind helping clean up, and I'll, I'll meet you all back down when we're done getting ready for bed? No, that's uh, we we can definitely help help clean up, right, Lewis? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I, I like to imagine as like uh, Emil walks away with his two children, and it's just Loomis, Kara, and, and I, and we're maybe still at the dinner table for a couple awkward seconds. Uh, I go, uh, so um. Mrs. Mazak, thank you so much for letting us stay at your pad. It's like wicked fucking cool of but, you to do that. Well, I'm just glad that uh, Emil's made some friends on the road, and uh, you know he he's been taking some self defense classes. But it's nice to know that there's some some other people who perhaps uh, you know can help keep him safe out there. I had no idea he was taking self defense classes. Yeah, he's been taking them for, you know, months. I'm sure, you know, you, you haven't seen him in action, like, protecting you all on, on, on the road. I mean, of course, you all are safe out there, probably, and not really 
running into much danger, right? Uh, oh yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's the the danger is like super. It's like that regular travel danger, you know. You, you camp in the woods, and then, uh, you know, so we. I think the worst we've come across is like a bugbear or something. Roll both of you. Roll a deception check. Seventeen. <laughs> Ten. She's like, well, a, a bugbear, you know, just like a, a simple bandit, I'm sure, right? So, uh, of course, yeah. that's to be expected on the road. So, uh, yeah. he's also really good at uh, dodging. Yeah, well, yeah, very of course, good that's at that. the the number one. I'm sure the number one rule in any self defense course would be like, don't get hit first. Don't get hit. Yeah, yeah, like and run, take... run away, even. Yeah, yeah. Take, make that first priority. Hide know? for cover. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, Emil's cool. He reminds me like a lot of uh, of my dad, and uh, there's some uh, good and bad qualities, but mostly good. Um, I don't, I haven't known him that long. Um, uh, but yeah, you got a good guy. Thanks. I, 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 I know. Yeah, we've, you know, we've only been married for quite some time now. And I would be fortunate to uh, stand by him, do whatever. I'm gonna take your plate. Are you done? And uh, <laughs> like get up and like I like to start picking up dishes and marching them to the sink. Yeah, you you all start cleaning up the kitchen. And um, is there anything you go through your routine of uh, putting your daughters uh, to sleep? Is there any sort of like special things you do? Yes, as is our custom. Um, as Salda is doing her evening reading, I'll get Angel ready for bed. Um, we do our customary uh, sword fight to the death at bedtime. Um, I usually lose this fight, and uh, and then Angel crawls into bed. We read a book, uh, and, and it's usually like a, a high fantasy book of some kind, and... and She's out like a light pretty much immediately. Salt is the one I have to actually worry about going to sleep. Um, I go in there. We have a talk. That's when she asks all of her big life questions. Um, and so I say, um, "It's so. it was so nice being back in the shop this afternoon. Uh, I know we've said it a million times, but, you know, I worried about the shop when I was gone. And it was so nice to see how well it's doing. You're, you're doing excellent. Yeah, I don't think you need to worry, Dad. I think we we got it under control, and we, you know, school helps, you know, with with you know learning, you know, more about math and and economics and stuff. But, uh, you know, the, and I'll st- I'll stay in school and, and keep focusing while when when I assume you're gonna leave again, right? We've got a little bit of business here in the city, and then we'll be uh, departing. Pretty shortly, I'm afraid. Um, I, I have kind of a hard question for you, Salda. I know you usually ask me questions at this time, but um, feel free to not answer. How has your mom been? Uh, uh, she seems good. I mean, of course, you know, I think we all miss you. Um, but I mean, the, the shop's been good, and, and mom's been doing well in the shop, and, you know, the kind of unfortunately i guess business as usual just you're not here and we are sad about that but i I think mom's been good good you ever noticed anything weird or out of the ordinary no not that i not that i've seen okay uh 
I'll see you in the morning for breakfast, okay? We won't leave without saying bye and sending you off to school. Right, yeah. Okay, well, I'll see you in the morning. All right. Get some sleep. I love you. I love you. And I'll go join the rest of them. Wow. It's moments like this when you really realize how important family is. But you want to know what's more important than family? Supporting your favorite small DIY actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Thank you so much for listening to episode 34 of This Could Get Dicey. Wow, we're all here together in this moment, aren't we? Uh, this is a new year. It's a new us. It's a new you. But the, it's the same old social medias. You know what I'm saying? At TCGD Pod. Find us for all your fun content about us. Comment, like, and share. In fact, you know what? Share. T- t- tell a friend about it. T- tell somebody about this. Life's so GD short. Tell somebody about something you love. Uh, we really appreciate making this for you. We really appreciate you listening to it, and I won't take up any more of your time. Let's get back to this episode. Uh, back downstairs, I think you all have kind of like finished cleaning up uh, while the uh, bedtime routines were happening and have kind of sat down in the sitting area uh, with Kara um, as Emil comes back downstairs to you all. Um, well, uh, now that the, the kids are uh, asleep, uh, you know, is there, is there any like other parts of the, the story that I should know about, I guess, that were maybe too... Too dangerous for for kids' ears. I look at my companions, and then uh, back at my companion, <laughs> uh, and say, "I'm I'm sorry. We've been putting on this show all afternoon. I didn't want to say anything with all the people around or or with the girls around. Yeah, it's it's been a little more difficult than we've let on for sure." Uh, we, we met tied up in a cave, um, kidnapped by bandits on the road. Well, that's not great. Uh, that's not great at all, but, I mean, you're here now, so clearly you dispatched them. Uh, except for dispatch? one. Except for, except for one. Yes, is, is this other one who got away really your friend? No. No, he's not. Um... He did get away, but he's not a, not a concern. He's like a million years old. Oh. Uh, but, Kara, the road from there has not been any less treacherous. Our work has taken us into some pretty dangerous situations. Uh, we... Our first job was for a professor at the academy. Daniel Stravich, who was a professor of botany she's the reason i went to mistfall she sent us into the woods to to retrieve a plant um i tell her all the details of that except for what happened to ellis um and and anything about my condition uh and and getting back to mistfall was was no was no easier we were hunted down by the court of outlaws uh, oh, uh, and that's narrowly that's... escaped. It's been a very violent, bloody, very difficult path to getting back here. 
and just for this Becky talking just for clarification and for, for those at home the like what was kind of like your alibi or like your story that you told Kara when you were like leaving uh they were under the impression I was leaving to expand the business well this seems like well above uh, the expanding the business uh, kind of goal. Uh, so you, you said you went to Miss Fault to, to speak with this professor in particular? About what? I'll walk over to Kara and, and kind of sit down next to her and, and take her hand and say, you know that everything we have, everything we've built that's like the most important thing to me. And, and this next bit I'm going to say, I hope you know that that's not going to change for me. That everything I've been doing has been for, for you and for the girls and for the shop. Okay. okay. We went to, to Mistfall to find Daniel Stravich because Sir Quay Nythod sent me there. I know he's been a customer at the store for a long time, and I know he he's a very capable person. This is all about my cough, my sickness. It's it's worse than you think, Kara. It's um, it's different than you think. Aha! Uh-huh. Emil just looks over at Loomis and Ellis like I don't know what to say from here. Um, I, I don't know you very well, uh, Mrs. Mazak, <clears throat> and I don't know Emil very well, uh, either, um, but we have, he, he, I, I will say that everything he said so far, um, he's, he's not lying, um, he has not shut up about the business and his his family though he he did he i will say to his credit he 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 referred to y'all as his associates for quite a number of days until he realized that he could trust us um but uh i kind of look at emil like at a glance kind of saying like sort of like with my eyes saying like do you want to keep going or do you need help I think at this point, I mean, I guess like seeing kind of like the three of y'all are sort of, you know, sharing glances at each other. I think Kara speaks up. So there appears to be a lot of uh, mistruths. Uh, some. So your cough's worse. It's a, sick, it's a sickness. Um, and you've been going to Sir Quay Nythard. For what exactly then? Self-defense was not a lie. He he has been teaching me to to fight, but uh, it's because I visited every doctor money could buy. I, I the trips I took before this one, leading up to this one, they were to find people who could help me with this condition. Kara. The philodendron plant that we had in the front of the store, it didn't, it didn't just break and I didn't just throw it away. There was a night where I found myself 
working late, and then the next thing I knew, I was eating the dirt. I, I, I had... I couldn't stop. I, I found myself drawn to it, and this cough is botanical in nature. And the way it's affecting me... It's easier just to show you, I guess. Um, and I'll, like, put a hand out, a very shaky hand. I'll let go of her hands first. Put a very shaky hand out and, uh, turn one of my hands into one of the twisted roots. I think she's, you know, first shocked, you know, that someone's hand is your, a hand that she has known for, you know, dec like over a decade it has turned into... Uh, like a root in front of her um, and she looks at you and uh, Emil, I, I, I'm not I, I, this is alarming to say the least that you are seemingly turning into something that uh, you're not but I won't think differently of you because of this I, I, are you are you dying? is are, are, I don't want our time uh, to, to, to be lost. I mean, did you find answers for, for this uh, in Mistfall? Uh, I mean, what, what, what is this? I, I have never not given you answers that you needed, and, and that's what I've been looking for. I'll, um, like, take my jacket off um, and, and have both arms. I'll just, like, fully let go and, like, let my skin turn into this bark uh, as high as it wants to. Um, this is this is the more natural state for me right now. It's it's progressed. It's rapidly, aggressively progressed. It's changing me. Whenever I fight this, that's when the cough is the worst. That's when my body resists. My body resists me not wanting to be in this state. Um, I don't know what's happening to me. It's awful to resist it. But we saw... We saw what I'm turning into. And it's... It's... It's horrific. You two, you two saw it? What, it? what I'm turning into is a monster. I'm turning into some kind of monster. And it's some kind of sickness and... It's called, it's called Dries blood. And is there, is, if it's hurting you, I, I don't want you, stop resisting it. I, I understand that here in Benzor and who you are as, as a businessman is, is Emil Mazak with, you know, the well put together look. But if it's hurting you, I don't want you to keep resisting that you shouldn't keep painting yourself just for an image. Can I make an insight check on Kara? How she's, sure. How is she actually feeling? Yeah. Fifteen. Uh, I think there's still like a lot of confusion, you know, like where this kind of like feeling of like, where did this come from, and like how long has this been going on, like that kind of like confusion. But I think there's also like a level of like frustration that's starting to like peek out too. But you're not really sure where that's coming from. I. I have been 
out there looking for the answers. It's why I saw Professor Stravich. It's why... It's why I went looking for that plant in the woods outside of Nisfall. It's why we joined the Court of Outlaws. It's why we're here right now. It, joined the court. You joined the court? I'm going to do everything it takes to figure out what's going on with me and stop it. Kara, here's the worst part of all. We found evidence in the Academy's library that this might be genetic. Uh, I think hearing that, she kind of like looks away from like all of you and kind of like it like head in her in her hands like kneels kind of down and is um you know as like all three of you know is that she's really focusing on like her breathing at this point like this is a lot to take in of like okay my husband has this disease okay he's turning into something okay we can deal with that okay he's joined the court of outlaw that's not great okay now this is a genetic thing that might like affect uh you know the the larger family um okay uh genetic um and is i mean is there a cure emil have we found a cure for this yet no all i have are leads and and you you too is is this all true and are you also looking for a cure with him do you know anybody else with this uh no, I, I I don't know anybody. I've never met anybody like Emil before. Um, I think I speak for Loomis too at the moment, where we're 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 pretty committed. Um, I think yeah. Um, I know this is probably a lot of information to take in right now, but um, uh, Emil's not alone out there. I I know you just met us, but um. Loomis is a super old vampire and is super super strong like super strong and crazy fast and um uh I've been going through some of my own changes as well and um am also quite strong um Emil promised me a, a job and if he goes I lose employment so yeah I'm pretty I'm pretty locked in I look at I kind of look at Loomis like and I go, say, say something. <laughs> Loomis this whole time is just nodding, shaking his head along with um, Ellis, it, not really saying anything. But before he does, I, can I make a, I guess, perception check just to see if anyone else is listening to this conversation? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Make a perception check. Uh, 16. Um... I don't think so. Not yet. I mean, like, it's the voices have like started to rise like a little bit, but definitely not like loud enough um, to like rouse anybody upstairs quite yet. Uh, but I think your like eyes are definitely like trained on the stairs and like listening to like the ceiling to see if the floors are creaking above. But at the moment, you haven't heard anything, and no one's like looking out the no one's like outside the window or anything. I assume you're you're listening for if the daughters have have heard anything. But correct, yeah. What if, what if I was like, there's just some guy outside the window just looking in here, like, oh, what is the tea for the Mazex are all together again? What's going on? <laughs> it's little Billy. Hey. But yeah, no, yeah, no, no one is, is else is heard. Yeah, Loomis is definitely paying attention to the conversation, but also every now and then just listening more intently 
to the outside of around the house like you said to the ceiling the floorboards to make sure no one else joins the conversation Kara for all the terribleness that has come with this I know I've been lying to you for the past few year I, I, I'm starting to lose track of time but the, for everything that's come with it meeting these two has been the best thing that could have happened they've been immensely helpful to me in finding answers and I, I feel like I've been helpful to them as well I hope uh, that this is a reciprocal relationship Um, like I said when we started the only reason I'm doing this is because I this can't happen to the girls it can't have you been I mean has that been a worry for the last year or is this just a new worry that's come up because uh, I gotta admit I'm, um, I wish I was more part of this um, and that I certainly could have helped to tr try and find answers here at least how um, for you in what way I'll bang down every door of me of every book collector in this town and scour their shelves for answers do you think I, I haven't been doing that that's what I've been doing that's what I've been working on well it certainly would have been nice to have been looped in two people not just one person is another another brain at it Kara, this isn't a problem you can just invest in and it solves itself. This is, this takes energy. This takes more. This takes killing people. Maybe people who didn't even deserve it. This is different. There is a ticking clock for your health. And now there is a ticking clock for our daughter's health. And there is a ticking clock for us being a family and... For your time with the daughters, there's an even faster clock. We've had our time together, and I hope for much, much more. And I, I don't see you as a monster, despite these changes before me, but they don't have, they haven't had the time with you like we've had. And they're certainly losing more time, and now apparently they're losing their own health. Uh, so, I will... We will keep the store open, we will keep it going, we will invest as much time outside of work to find these answers, and you will finish what other job you have here in Vinzor and get back out there and find the answers. That's my plan. Um, Emil, like, uncomfortably scratches his shirt <laughs> uh, and, like, unbuttons the top of it and, like, shows a little bit of shoulder, I guess. And... Um, I think in the middle of this argument has felt an itch and you all see like five little red berries springing from my shoulder uh, where the bark has like spread up to my chest. What the fuck? Oh God. I think Kara sees this and like, I feel like you and me are like panicking, kind of like almost like ripping at your shirt a little bit. Uh, seeing this kind of like exposed and like pushing up against it and I think she like grabs your hands and kind of like tries to like calm you down and get you to like look at her again and I'm I'm not I'm I'm very scared right now Emil I'm not I'm not mad at you and we're gonna figure this out and I just I wish you had told me sooner because it feels like your pride got in the way of us having 
time and resources put into this. But pride aside now, we'll work through this, we'll find an answer, and we'll find a cure. Whatever you need, we'll, we'll be the home base to provide for that. I wasn't trying to stand in the way of you helping, Kara. I was trying to gift you and the girls whatever time I could of just normal life before things changed. I'm so glad I got to put them to bed just now. I'm so glad that we had this afternoon in the shop together because if, if we don't, if the three of us don't succeed at this, sorry, if the four of us don't succeed at this, then... There's not going to be any more of those. And you're right. I'm, I'm glad that you could provide that normalcy for, for the girls still. But, but, but damn normalcy, I guess, going forward. It's more important that we have time with each other, not just normal time. You two, can we have the room? Absolutely. Oh god, yes. <laughs> I like drag Ellis because <laughs> I'm faster, so I just like scoop him and we just bolt out of there. Yeah, the, you're like uh, scrambling up the as stairs. You, like As you're doing it, I'm like, I don't want to be in there either. <laughs> <laughs> Two of you scramble up the stairs and, and head to the guest rooms. Um, While we scramble up, do I just want to ask again, are the girls awake? Uh, yeah, make another perception check since I think uh, Kara got a little bit more heated. Uh, 12. Could I do one as well? Yeah, you could do one as well, Ellis. 15. Um, I think you hear like creaking behind the doors. So like, assumably, uh, they're in separate rooms. Um, I think you hear creeping from behind Salda's door, but, you know, there's no like crack in the doorway or anything like that, so... Um, that's all you hear. Are Ellis and I in separate rooms? Yes. But you don't have to be. Like, you guys can go to the same room if you, if you want. <laughs> I guess that went all right. Yeah, I mean, overall, it went better than I expected it would go. Um, uh, there was a part where I really wanted to hit a meal on the back of the head. And say shut up. Same. Um... There's been multiple moments, but for sure then. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's important to remember that we we have only known each other for a short time. And Kara's known, Kara's known Emil for a lot longer. And has probably, probably been pissed off at him before. I can imagine several times. Um, and if there's anybody who can sift through his businessy jargon talk better than anybody it's 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 her um so i hope that they just start making out real hard or something he needs it you know i guess that's not i thought they would just be fine and talk it out some more yeah but you know i don't know you know but like it's been a while they, are you, they, are he, you just he, imagining he, them do it now? Like, is that just what's playing in your head? Alice Vidove is incredibly sex positive, even with old people. 
and if old people want to do it, old people should do it. I think it's totally fine and fair. They're not even. They're like ten Emil's years older than you. Old. Like, <laughs> he's an old bag of bones, and he's gonna be a skeleton soon, and he needs to, you know, let loose. I think he'd be a tree before he became a skeleton. And try fucking that, right? <laughs> As I'm like <laughs> shutting the door to my room. <laughs> Um, I close the door behind the two of them <laughs> uh, and, and try and shift my body as much as I can back to my my human state it's, like I said it's not getting any better I, I tried to just ignore it and then I tried to tackle it on my own and then I went out of the city to seek help and, and I have some real leads I, I, I have this is flower, the indigo magnolia flower that could supposedly help, but it only blooms in winter. I found a letter from, I think, one of my parents. Like, my real parents. And and I don't know much. I haven't given that too much thought because there's been so much going on, but there's a location. And that location is... It is Ursa Anor. Ursa Anor. Or nar. I, haven't, <laughs> or nar. I haven't thought about that too much, Kara. I'm just trying to do this job right now. And obviously, you know, you can't tell anyone I'm wearing the Court of Outlaws, but we're in the inner circle. We're like in, in. And it's all in pursuit of any answers I can get. I'm so, so sorry I dragged you into this. I, I'm so, so sorry I brought this it, to you in the first place. If it's genetic, it's not your fault, Emil, and I, I don't want you to blame yourself, and... Yes, I'm, I'm, you know, sad that you didn't tell me sooner, and I'm frustrated that uh, maybe I, I missed something, and uh, mad that, I, you know, we I couldn't be better, more of a support in the last year. Uh, I, I don't want you hiding this part of you if it, if it pains you I, I can't sh I, I'm that's very kind and it does help in a way I'm not ready to show this part of me to the world yet and, and that's fine and you take your time and, and know that this really doesn't change anything between us I, I, I married you I love you and, and the man that you are before me whether you are growing berries on you, which is a lot, I gotta admit, that's a lot, or not, it does not matter. And I just want as much time with you as possible. I, for what it's worth, I think the berries are good ones. I studied the scroll of Goodberry, and I think they're actually like okay to eat. Okay, that's. But well, I'm not asking you to do that unless you really. I'm just you're into it. I don't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll try one. I mean, let's not, like, you know, like, put them in a dish on the table or anything, but I, I will try a, a berry. Um, let's, let's hold off on that. Okay. Uh, let's, let's, let's put a pause button on that one. Um, we're not fixing anything tonight. Right. You know now what's going on. I've told you everything I can. I'm happy to provide more details of our journey so far. I'm afraid to write it down and send it to you. 
we're in some pretty high profile situations now the court of outlaws the um what's the other thing called that we're in part of now like the citrine delegation we're in with the citrine delegation in some ways we're doing work for them um i don't want to put it down in writing what's happening but i wanted you to know what's really going on uh, i just couldn't bear it anymore i if you are comfortable with it i do think it would be important to to maybe not write down all of these details uh, you know about your adventures necessarily uh but it, certainly it would be help, helpful to, to document your, your changes and, and sort of the, the scientific part of, of all of this um, in the event that, one, that there are others, but two, if we don't find a cure, then I don't want this to be a mystery to... I won't say it, but... Kara... <laughs> You are ever the pragmatist. I, I hadn't even considered the thought, but it's such a good idea. I love well, your brain. I love I love everything you've done for the girls in the shop and, and for me. Thank you. I think she like kind of buttons up your shirt um, a little bit and uh, like leans against your shoulder and... Uh, maybe not super comfortable because there's berries under there now but uh, but uh like leans against your shoulder and um I, i'm just so glad that you're home emil uh, i love you and i'm glad that you're safe and and that you're here now let's go count how much is in our savings and make out <laughs> and you guys go do that we are not <laughs> playing that one out until you come what. on becky uh, <laughs> Uh, Let's do yeah, some ASMR <laughs> ear licking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let me pull out the rubber. Yeah. The rubber uh, ear and start licking it. Oh, um, God. But yeah, you all go, um, you kind of like, you know, wind down for the evening and uh, have a nice evening together again. It is now the morning. How comfy uh, is the guest bed, Emil? Oh, just as good as, well, actually, maybe a smidge under comfortable as my bed is, which is very comfortable. <laughs> Although now with my new structure in my back, like with, maybe I need more of a firm bed and this is a much more soft bed. Maybe my needs have changed, but it's very comfortable. I, uh, uh, Ellis wakes up in this guest bed, uh, in this beautiful home, and, um, like, out loud goes, Oh, finally, like a, like a proper morning. Oh, it's been so long. Um, and I immediately, like, um, like, awkwardly kind of, like, exit into the hallway to go find, like, like Ellis was to go draw himself a bath in this nice house. <laughs> yeah, I like to imagine that you like somehow, sometime during the the evening, like stole slippers in a bathrobe from Emil's room, and like you now you're like walk- they were provided, baby. They were in the <laughs> guest room, ready to go. And you're like ready to go, but yeah, you go and draw yourself a bath. Um, you know, like maybe as I I walk out of the bathroom, um, 
uh, like steam pours out of the bathroom and I have a towel wrapped around my head and like Salda's like waiting there with a toothbrush and I'm like sorry uh, it's been a while <laughs> like, I go to my room to change and you just became you just became McSteamy to Salda the Grey's Anatomy oh gosh girlies. no <laughs> is he was McSteamy the one with the towel he walked yes. out you could, you you could see the whole that, that you- <laughs> well, yeah. no, I, I had a towel around my head, not like towel and the robe around. See, like, no, but still, hips. you came out of the steamy bathroom. Alice know? only I'm had the towel around like... his head, nowhere else. <laughs> Just full swinging. Excuse me, I'm going to take myself to jail now. No, no, no. You did not expose yourself to her or anything. No, you just... Of course not. No, I'm putting it in the content warnings. You just, uh, you know, came out of a steamy bathroom in a bathrobe and a towel on your head and to a Maybe a face mask on if Kara's got any laying around. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yes. Uh, but yeah, you smell beautiful and floral, and you use like twenty different soaps in the bubble bath, and everyone. Yeah, um, everyone eventually. Or do you do anything in the morning, Loomis? Loomis was just sitting in the chair that was right. at the desk in the guest room the whole evening, and as he hears more people like finally waking up and stirring. He comes out of the guest room, and you notice that his eyes are a bit more sunken than they normally are, and he looks very tired and even more, like, I don't want to say droopy, but just even more sulken and, like, broody than he's normally have been, um, and kind of just, like, drags his feet down to what I'm assuming is your breakfast nook uh, and just wait for everyone to get there. Yeah, I'll go down first to, to make breakfast for everyone. Like, I'm not sleeping very well, I'm sure, so I'll meet Loomis down there. Um, you didn't you didn't want to put on the bathrobe? For why? It's just comfy. It's a nice way to wake up. I, I mean, I don't go to sleep to wake up. I kind of just sat in the chair. Well, that oh. much is clear. You look like you're... You look like death. I mean, I haven't killed or touched grass in a couple days so i haven't really sustained my life force i would say go out into the yard but that i don't want a black patch of that seems kind of rude well status is everything here you can go to the neighbors though they're pricks you can use their lawn if you want (laughs) you notice as everyone comes down that like everyone wears a bath robe in this house like everyone's just like robed up fucking ready for monogrammed and everything yeah. <laughs> beautifully oh, no. monogrammed robes um and they like sit next to you and angel uh, it looks at you loomis i i noticed you're not wearing your bathrobe i didn't realize it was so important here uh yes image and status is everything including your bathrobe very good angel. it's everything you it's need everything. to you need to nod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you whip up for breakfast, Emil? Probably something da- simple. Dad's been gone for a month. They're good. Yeah, it, it actually it's not simple. You're right. It's like the big waffles, like the hotel ones, <laughs> with a good a good like fresh jam that I'm doing with fruits from our garden. Mickey Mouse pancakes, the whole lot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You set down a platter of like well made. Uh, beautifully crispy waffles and some jams and fruits and and the whole whole everything and you all have uh, a nice 
beautiful breakfast and uh, I think everything feels a little bit lighter than uh, when at least when Ellis and Loomis had left last night and and smiles on everyone's faces and, and joy fills um, the house besides Loomis who's feeling a little more tired than normal uh, but we will end there for tonight's episode of this could get dicey Ooh. I bet I got a little Ooh. spicy in the bedroom. Uh, Whoa! Get spicy. I, you totally. She, she totally tried to be like, let me try one of the berries, and you were like, no, like that was the move, dude. <laughs> well, we never know what happened <laughs> off camera. Gross. Anyway, yeah, I sprout berries that you can eat and heal yourself with now. But you gotta bite them off with your teeth. You have to bite them off of me with your teeth. Your whole mouth has to touch my clavicle. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, Becky. This could get dicey. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of This Could Get Dicey. Will it have gotten spicy behind closed doors? We will never find out. Uh, you can find us at TCGD Pod on TikTok and Instagram, and you can tune in to our next episode on Wednesday, January 10th. Thanks for listening, everyone.